There will be explicit language on this episode of Canada's Pinside Babies, Elvira edition. So if you have young kids and you don't want to hear any curse words, you've got three seconds to turn this show off. I swear to God. One, two, three. What the fuck, people, are you all crying about with Elvira? My God. It's like Stern Pinball gives you new games almost like every other month, it feels like, and you bitch and moan about fan fucking layouts? Let me tell you something why it's called a fan fucking layout. The keyword being fan. People are fans of this fucking kind of layout, all right? There are shots that you can hit from both the left and right flipper up the play field, and everything's makeable with just two flippers. And if, hey, here's the good fucking news, people. If you don't want a fan fucking layout, how about you go buy Jurassic fucking Park, both of which are made by Stern Pinball because they don't give a flying fuck that you don't like game A because they know you'll buy game B. And hey, if you don't like game B, go buy game fucking C and D. This company gives you four to five to six fucking games a year and you fucking bitch about layouts. My fucking God. Hey, guess what else was a fan fucking layout? You ready for it? The first two fucking Elvira games. So what the fuck were you expecting? And guess what has plastic fucking ramps? The last Elvira fucking game. Some of you live in a fucking bubble in which you look at these games and you're, you don't understand where they're coming from, what they're paying homage to, all right? Yes, there are some things about this game I would bitch about and I will bitch about it and I will become a pinside baby myself on this podcast, but for fuck's sakes, let's just look at this game and let's step back and, and, and think about it in the context of where we are. It's September, right? Early September 2019. And Stern Pinball has given us another game to get excited about. And guess what? We're all crying about it. Oh my God, I can't believe it. What the fuck is this? And hey, hey, let's let's start with the good. The stuff that you guys should stop fucking mourning about. There's a fucking cool fucking house in the back of this game. It's not crappy plastic screwed together. It's actually a nice sculpted mansion. That is going to look super fucking cool. And when I hear people crying like, oh, it's just a fan fucking layout. Hey, let me tell you what else is a fan fucking layout. And it's probably one of Stern's best fucking games ever. It's called Batman 66, all right? Now, look at, look, I actually think there's more interesting stuff to shoot at in this game than there is in Batman 66. And think about how fucking good Batman 66 is right now. It's one of Stern's best games ever. And this game has more exciting shots in it, if you ask me, and... It doesn't look like a clunk fest like Batman 66, and it's got lime and fucking sheets on it as well. And they have fucking Cassandra, who's going to do all sorts of amazing fucking callouts in this game, and we haven't even seen any of that yet, right? I think what we've seen right now is just a shell of what this game will be. Oh, but how dare Stern make a fan fucking layout? And how dare Stern make games that are fun to shoot? And how dare Stern make games that people will enjoy playing? How dare they do that? They should mix it up more. Where the fuck are the pop bumpers? I hear people say, where the fuck are the pop bumpers? Let me tell you where the pop bumpers are, people. They're up your butts. Who gives a shit where the pop bumpers are? They're going to be there somewhere. As if fucking pop bumpers are the reason why you buy these fucking games. Swear to God. If I made a fucking pinball machine with 18 fucking pop bumpers, you guys would be clapping to the high heavens. Hey, they finally did it different. Hey, four pop bumpers. This game's much different. It's not fucking. 
You guys, let me tell you something. Fan fucking layouts, they work. What the fuck? Do you, there's only so much you can fucking do with a piece of wood. Right? And it's not even big. There's not a lot of real estate under there. So let's see what you would do. And hey, you're also acting like there's not other fucking options. Go buy a fucking dialed in if you want a different layout. Go buy a Willy Wonka. Go buy a Jurassic Park. Right? Oh my God. Oh, first they gave us Munsters that was a fan layout. Then they did this. What is Stern thinking? Let me tell you something. Stern has 80 to fucking 90% of the market. You know why? Because they give the fans what they fucking want. All right, what else is going on in this fucking game so far? A game that nobody's flipped, a game that nobody's played, a game that no one has experienced, has got all these people up in, up in arms. Now, let me, let, me, let me play devil's advocate on one part of this because I actually, when I saw this game for the first time, uh, I was drawn to that big haunted house. Now, I have to say this, and, I, and again, the art package on this game, I think, sucks. And I'm just going to be honest. It sucks. And, and I had some, someone on my Facebook page get all mad at me because at first I said, like, it's Greg, it's Greg Freris. Okay, not, not Ferris. Freris. And I said, look, he needs to fucking hang it up. He needs to fucking hang. This, this art package is fucking piss poor. I mean, look, and I'm not being. And the reason why I'm saying this is Greg went and got Zombie Yeti and Greg went and got fucking uh, Christopher Franchi. Now, you can't tell me after seeing what Christopher Franchi did with the Munsters, and then you look at this play field and the lack of detail and the lack of drawing in it and the lack of like attention to things. It, it's, it's mind-boggling that Stern is going backwards with this game. And I know what people are saying. Like, Chris, you don't understand pinball fucking history. And, and Dennis Norman and Greg did like the other games. And it's just, you know, we're keeping the team together. But I'm here to say that it's such bullshit. Like this entire industry needs to get over the fact that I don't give a shit how legacy you are. If you are not as talented as new talent in this hobby, it is time to pass the reins to the new people. Show of hands out there. Who would not rather have had Christopher Franchi do the art package on this game? Show, show, I mean, everybody would, and yet they didn't do that. And what, is it just some politics? Is like, it's like, it, it just Greg gets to do it because he did one and two? It's so silly. And you can't make people forget how good it could be because we saw it on Monsters, we saw it on Batman 66, we've seen Z Zombie Yeti do amazing work, who by the way is probably going to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is the cornerstone, I think that's probably next on the list, we were talking about that. But anyway, look, I would, I would redo the art package on this game, it just looks so barren. And, but, but, here's the but, and, and this is what some of you babies been talking about. How many fucking inserts are there on this fucking game? My God, can you even put artwork on a play field that has 18,000 inserts? What the fuck is with all these inserts? I don't, I mean, I get it. You look at some of the old games, you're like, Chris, you don't understand pinball history. Why do you have a pinball podcast? You don't care. You're not furthering the hobby. You need to kiss ass on every new thing that comes out. But here's the thing. I know some of the old games, like Scared Stiff has that ladder climbing of inserts, but there are so many freaking inserts in this play field that it makes it impossible to do an art package. And I do agree with some of you babies out there that this these wide open play fields, there's nothing... There is nothing in the middle of that play field at all. The ball is just, uh, it just can go anywhere you want. You want to go left, you want to go right, you want to go straight, you want to go anywhere, you can roll around, you can zigzag, whatever, because there's nothing there. There's no targets in that pop up. There's nothing interesting. It's completely wide open, just like Batman 66, right? There's nothing that pops up. 
all the shots are up the play field, straight up. All the shots are, you know, typical fan layout. They're, you know, but, but, but here's the but, people. How can you look at this game and not say to yourself, this thing does look fun to flip? All right. Do you look at this game and it looks boring? I, I don't know. It looks, see, I think this game, and this is, this is why I think the biggest thing missing right now with you fucking babies is what's missing from the game right now that you're not getting in any of these photos is the fucking story of the game, is the personality of Elvira. I mean, I don't know exactly what the story will be, but I see all these like cinematic film, looks like black and white film reels. I, are you making an Elvira movie? Are you making the movie Elvira and the Haunted House? It says like director's cut, and I don't know. It's I think this game is going to fucking wake up once you see the fucking code and Elvira and her callouts and what Lyman does with it. All of it is going to make total fucking sense. And yes, yes, I think you're right. The art is so bad. It's like, because here's the thing that sucks is I think Lyman's going to blow this away, but this game could have been so much sexier. It could have been, and it should have been. And then you can't go do it over again. And that is my only big gripe is like you get one fucking chance to put the most amazing art package in a game. And if you fuck it up, it's fucked up forever. And there's nothing you can do. You can always go back with code and change things. You can always go back and do this and that. But two things will always be fucking constant in a game. The design of the shots and the mechs and the fucking art. And you need to fucking nail both of those. And I think Stern, I, I, I do, I think they fucked up the art in this game. And look at the fucking translates. They're the same on both models of the game. The fucking side art is, is, is like the back box is all the same. It's like this is not very creative. It also leads me to believe that this, the money for this game went into all the mechanisms and the different sculpts and the things they put into the game, and then they went cheap on the art, but I don't fucking know why. I think Stern needs to fucking call Christopher Franchi up and say, hey, look, bro, we're sorry. We need you. You need him. He sells you more games. He sells you more games, and George and Greg, come on, guys, fucking A. You get one chance to make Elvira 3. Make it as beautiful as you can. You cannot tell me that this is as good as you can do with the art packages. All right, but what else are people crying about? Okay, well, there's not much else, right? This is what happens all the time. Day one, game gets revealed. Everyone's like, oh, my God, what the fuck is this? I can't take it. What the fuck? Another fan layout. Stern, how dare you do this? Uh, so I'm done with Stern. I'm done with them. I'm, I'm never buying another one. Then here's what's going to happen this week. They're going to say, hey, we're making this many LEs. I think it's 400 and this many super LEs. And here's what's going to happen. They're going to sell the fuck out overnight. They're going to sell out immediately because for most of you guys out there, just because they put a big pair of boobs on the translate, that's all you needed and ever wanted in fucking pinball. And be honest, you can't say that on Facebook no more because people will tell you you're not allowed to be attracted to those kinds of things in 2019. You can't do that. I mean, I, I do give them credit. They, they did not shy away from some cleavage... I mean, it is like, it is popping out. Now, is the artwork too cartoony? Who gives a shit? I do like the translate. I do. I do. I want to see more Elvira. I want to see more Elvira on the play field. Where the fuck is Elvira on the play field? It's like fucking, I, look, this is a fucking weird Pinside Babies episode. I myself am turning into the Pinside Baby. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think everybody needs to just take a big step back and realize one fucking thing. Stern just gave you Jurassic Park. Stern, this is not a cornerstone. You are going to get Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with Zombie Eddie on it. And I think that game is going to look 
incredible. We know it's going to look incredible. But here's my frustration. Frustration. Here's my frustration. Why does Lyman Sheets end up on, like he's on this game? Would you rather, shouldn't he be on the Cornerstone game? If the Cornerstone game is Ninja Turtles, why isn't that Lyman? They must just let Lyman pick what he wants to do. They must. But I have to say, like, you know, I I would rather, if you're Lyman Sheets and you're the best coder in the history of pinball, and he is, he's the best coder ever, put the man on the Cornerstone titles, all right? All right. But look, look, guys, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Stern Pinball is Stern Pinball. And sometimes I think you guys wake up and you expect Stern to do something like radically different. Stern has so many games for sale right now. And the options they give you to buy, uh, you know, look, let's go on Stern Pinball right now. I'm going to do it right now. Stern Pinball. You the guys have to listen to me do this. I might have no more listeners after this show. Stern Pinball. All right. SternPinball.com. Now, how many games can you go buy from Stern Pinball right now, new in box? Let's see. All games that are for sale. Let's, let's see. They've got Jurassic Park. All right. They've got Black Knight Sword of Rage. They've got the Munsters. They've got Beatles. They've got Deadpool. They've got Iron Maiden. They've got Guardians of the Galaxy, Star Wars, Star Trek, and Batman 66. Right now, these are the games available for sale. Let's count them for you children out there on Pinside. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten fucking games. Ten fucking games. How many games can you go buy new in box from Jersey Jack Pinball right now? How many can you buy from Spooky? How many can you buy from Chicago Gaming Company? How many can you buy from you know, everyone else? American Pinball. There, it, it gets one per company. Maybe two at most, but it's one per company. Ten fucking titles. And it's not going to stop because you know what's not even up here? Elvira, that's number 11. Ninja Turtles, number 12. I hear they're coming out with Led Zeppelin as well. That's a reskin of some game. What game is it again? I forget. I, I, like, oh, Hold on a second. I, I, I should have I done my homework here. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Ready for it? 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 A reskin of Quicksilver will be... Led Zeppelin, Quicksilver is an old Stern game. Is that going to happen? I don't know. But my point is this. Day one, everyone bitches. Day two, everyone goes and buys every single one of these games. I think this game is going to sell much better. I, I even say this. I think it's going to sell much better than fucking uh, Jurassic Park LEs in terms, of, in terms of selling out. Just because it's Elvira. I think, it's, I think people love this fr- franchise. Um, but look. Look, if, if you're Keith Elwin, you probably can't be too excited right fucking now because you're like, oh, my game just came out. You got to give a game some time to fucking get an audience going and immediately, here we go, something else. And, and I'll say this, like, I think Jurassic Park has a more interesting layout for sure. I think Elvira's got more fun toys in it. Now, I know there's speculation that that vertical upkick on the right is going to fire the fucking ball across the playfield into that trunk. No fucking way. There is no way that does that. And if it does fucking do that, I'd be fucking happy to see that happen. I just don't know how you do that without destroying the trunk on the other side of the playfield. But maybe they figured it out. I would love to see it do it. I think it's going to come out of that vertical upkick and hit the targets in front of the trunk. Uh, But even then, 
I think everyone's like, oh, but the fucking clear coat's going to chip off if it's coming out of that vertical upkick. So I hope they figure that fucking problem out. Now, notice we're not seeing any more fucking artwork underneath the posts. They've in, in, the, in, the, in the LEs of Jurassic Park, there's no longer artwork under the post. And the same is true here. So look, I'm going to end this fucking Pinside Babies episode. It's just a little bit of a stupid rant. I, I, I think that you guys out there are going to see a lot more of Elvira this week. I think there's more to be excited about than there is to cry about in this hobby. I do think, I do think this hobby is heading for oversaturation beyond belief. And I think that every other company out there should be really worried because I think Stern is releasing these games quickly and I think they're doing it to bury the competition. I really do. I, I, I think they're gonna, they know what they've got. And when I talk to people over at Stern and when I talk to people who know what's going on over there, they have this like shit eating grin on their face because they know that they have so many epic things coming down the road for people to get excited about. And here's the thing that all you fucking babies need to realize. Not every fucking game is for you. They are going to scratch the itch of different fan bases. Now, do they always get it right? Absolutely fucking not. I'll be the first fucking person to tell you on this podcast, like Stern fucking destroyed half my dreams. Like Stern Star Wars to me is the biggest fucking miss of all time. Stern Ghostbusters is another huge fucking design miss. How the fuck do you let John Trudeau put a flipper gap like that? George Gomez, I'm talking to you, my friend. How do you play that game and see that flipper gap? And, and how do you not turn to John Trudeau and be like, what the fuck did you do, bro? Like, move these flippers in, you know? That's a game that would have benefited from more of a fan fucking layout because the flipper gap fucking ruins the whole experience, Right? So there's just games out there that just, you know, they didn't really bring the themes I love to life in the way that I thought they would. Same is true with like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like it's okay. But then when you realize the truth that that game was originally supposed to be Iron fucking Maiden and they just, instead of having Eddie's head there, they just made it Groot and then they just reskinned it and it feels like it. And they'll never tell you that. They'll never let you know that. But we know that on Canada's Pinball Podcast. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Stern's hit or miss. But here's the thing. They keep giving you things to react to. They give you options. And, and if I'm really honest with all of you, they're just fun fucking games. Like, they're just fucking fun. I, I get it. I, I get it that they're not always worth what they're asking for them. But I, I rarely walk up to a stern game in modern times and play the game. And I rarely walk away and say, you know what, that wasn't fun. I never say like that was confusing. I didn't know what to do. They know how to make games that give people enjoyment. And I've said it before, they're gonna keep making the games better. And when I look at that mansion, that haunted house inside Elvira, come on people, come on, give them some fucking credit. That thing looks spectacular. Yes, you know, I, I, someone emailed me, it was Larry, Dr. Frightener. He's like, they should have made each window a little LCD screen and had movie clips, you know, pop up on, you know, the windows. And he's like, Stern won't do that, it's cheap. Well, yeah, that would have been cool. I think they'll have lights back there. But but also, like, why the fuck would there be movie clips playing through a window? Or maybe it's like characters, like, you could, like they're in the room. That would be very fucking cool. That would be very fucking expensive. And that would be very annoying if, because imagine this, Larry, one of those screens goes out or something's wrong. And then you have to take that whole fucking mechanism apart. And if you're stern, you're like, yeah, like we could do that. 
and then create a fucking nightmare for all the people when stuff starts to break or take, you know, impact from pinballs and this and that. Or we could just make it fucking reliable. And I say this and I know people like, you know, listen to the show and they, 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 they say I'm a hypocrite. Look, I've had a Batman 66 for fucking two years, people. Zero fucking problems besides one node board I popped in and out. I have not had to lift the glass off that game. I play it every day, about 20 times a day. It's fucking bulletproof. Bullet fucking proof. And that is what I want from a fucking toy. Who the fuck wants to buy a toy that rarely works, that has issues all the time? I don't care how fucking complex it is or how beautiful it is to look out. If you're going up to the game and it doesn't work, you don't want to fucking own it, okay? Now, look, I think we need to give this game a fucking chance, and I think you will, and I think a lot of you are going to start to, like, do a 180 when you hear Cassandra's call out and you see what Lyman has in store for this game. This game looks fucking fun to shoot. It's a fan layout. Guess what else is a fan favorite? Canada's fucking pinball podcast, people. We're out of here. Have a great Sunday. Later. If I want a stern, I'll I'll get another stern. <laughs>